This is the Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Podcast with Dr. Serene Sharif. This is a space where we explore how mindfulness, productivity systems, and our thoughts create the magic in our life. I'm here to help and support you if you are struggling with overwhelm and burnout, and you're looking for tools to take control of your time, mind, energy, and productivity. I'm your host, Dr. Serene Sharif, and I am a general surgeon, medical educator, mom to three wonderful children, and wife, which were all instrumental in my journey to be a productivity and burnout coach. I'm excited to share my tools and unique framework to build a community so no one has to go through this alone, empowering each other to find our way out of burnout and overwhelm. We will explore how my mindfulness and productivity systems framework can help you combine the energy of mindfulness with the scientific principles of habit building and your unique systems of productivity. My framework is designed to help you find clarity, design your dream life, and create your transformation. We'll discuss how to overcome limiting beliefs and obstacles that are standing in the way of your dream life, as well as how to create and sustain your new habits in a way that will allow you to finally ditch your willpower and motivation struggles and have more time and energy to live your best life. This is episode number 57. During the month of March, we had the amazing opportunity to explore all of our feelings. I hope you had a chance to explore what do the emotions in your life mean for you and how can you connect deeper to yourself. This month, I am sharing all about time and the magic of making time work for us. Last week, we talked about how to reclaim your time and explore what are the thoughts that you currently have about time? Are you using your time intentionally or is time running your life? I hope that you've used some of the tools that I shared in reclaiming your time and living in our own unique zone of genius, right? Where we are the best, we give our best. That's when we are utilizing our time most efficiently and productively. We're going to expand on this further and talk about what it means to create create your mindful day. How do we truly use mindfulness habits to boost our productivity and utilization of one of the most precious resources that we have, which is our time? I want to start off by making it very clear. I don't want mindfulness to be another task on your to-do list. One more thing that you have to think about, right? What I hope to communicate during our time together is that mindfulness can actually be the thing that will help you lose your to-do list. So what do I mean by that? What does being mindful really mean? Mindfulness is being aware of the present moment and being fully present in with non-judgment, patience, a beginner's mind being open and curious, building trust within yourself and your thoughts and feelings, non-striving, true acceptance, and letting go. Mindfulness allows us to live in the moment that is the only true moment in our life, right? Because our past is done and our future hasn't happened yet. The present moment is really the only real thing for us to connect to. So how do we create habits that will allow us to build a mindful routine, allowing us to be connected to the moment, to build joy in our life, to acknowledge and accept the challenges that we go through, to trust and believe in ourselves, truly connecting to ourselves, and to be open and curious on what is truly happening in our life instead of having preconceived ideas on what it's supposed to be and then allowing all of the frustration, disappointment, 
employment, et cetera, to truly take our mind away from what is happening at this time. So how do we do this? What is really a way for us to build this? Most of what I hear as a productivity coach is the busyness that we experience, the exhaustion, the whirlwind of stress and chaos that our daily routines can often feel like. From the moment that we wake up, rushing to get our morning routines done, get kids to school, get to work, getting all of our tasks done, and then getting back home and getting our evening routines done, bedtime, homework, maybe there's leftover work from our own careers to complete, and then somehow making it to bed, completely exhausted and feeling most often overwhelmed and burnt out. And for a lot of us, feeling like we didn't even finish what we wanted to do. The day didn't even go the way we wanted it to be. So how do we reclaim our day? Why is it that regardless of how much we plan and organize, these moments of overwhelm and chaos, stress and frustration tends to take over our day? I want to bring your awareness on how much of all of this is really connected to our primitive brain. The reality is that our mind is always looking for problems, threats, distractions. Our habitual patterns of thinking, our beliefs, our habitual patterns of action, and how we show up in this world is actually triggered by our limbic system, our primitive brain. And our primitive brain is constantly scanning the day, our life, work, children, what we need to do, because that's what it's designed to do for our well-being. In ancient times, it was important for our brain to scan our environment and the people around us to be aware of threats and problems. And so our mind was always designed to worry about the future and to ruminate over the past because we wanted to know, okay, what is it that happened? What do I need to learn so I don't make mistakes in the future again? And mistakes could be deadly, right? Because if we weren't paying attention, then that could actually mean our life or the life of our loved ones. Our primitive brain was designed to be connected to the threats and the problems, but our brain hasn't quite recognized that we are not living in that constant fight or flight space anymore. And the way for us to bring ourselves back into the moment, helping us focus and be present in the moment is to connect to mindfulness. So I want you to understand why it is that we are in that space of ruminating over the past and worrying about the future and to know that nothing is wrong. That's just the way we're programmed. But now that we're aware of it, let's talk about how can we reclaim our connection to ourselves and be present in the present moment so we can truly create our intentional, mindful, and productive day. The first space to bring awareness is your morning routine. Creating a mindful morning routine is one of the key ways to creating a mindful, productive day. And there are three things that I have found to be really important in creating your mindful morning routine. So all of us, we wake up at different times. We have different routines already established. So I'm not expecting you to change everything to experience the magic of mindfulness, but I want to share a few ideas that I think you could probably sprinkle into your morning over time and just see how it works for you. First thing I want to say is you do not have to wake up at 5 a.m. to have a mindful morning routine. I know that there's the 5 a.m. club or the 4 a.m. club, and a lot of people talk about, you know, really boosting productivity by having an early morning routine. The reality is not all of us are morning people. And so I encourage you to wake up at a 
time that you feel would be optimal for you based on your physiology, based on your daily habits. And then over time, I encourage you to make your wake up time just five minutes early. Experiment with what it would be like to wake up just a little bit early so you have time to tweak some of these things, to add some of these things that I'm talking about. So if you wake up at 7 a.m., wake up at 6.55. Eventually you might wake up at 6.50 or 6.45, right? You don't have to wake up at five but you can't extend that wake up time just a little bit. And I promise you even 15 minutes can create significant change to your day. So starting with waking up a few minutes early, I want you to build a habit of connecting to gratitude as the first thing. So as you open your eyes and you hit your alarm button, I want you to consider what it would be like to connect to gratitude first thing in the morning. What are you grateful for that day? What are you grateful for in your relationships, in your work, in yourself, in the opportunities that are present, in some of the wins that you might've had from the day before? And not to discount some of the things that sometimes all of us forget, gratitude for being alive, gratitude for our health, gratitude for having access to food and healthcare and safety, right? There are so many things that we could really connect to in gratitude first thing in the day. And as you get up and you stretch and move your body, the second thing that I invite you to do is to say something loving, kind, compassionate, empowering to yourself. And this could be, I am enough. It could be, you did an amazing job yesterday. It could be, I'm cheering for you today. It could be, you are so brave to show up and do what you do, even when it's hard. I believe in you, right? How many times do we really say that to ourselves? What if this was our daily practice that we just woke up and this is what we connected to in the morning from a space of gratitude, building that self-love, self-compassion, self-kindness, true acceptance, belief, and trust in ourselves. Now you'll notice none of these things take an incredibly long period of time to do. I encourage you to do all within the the five extra minutes that you're going to wake up earlier. And the third thing is taking three deep breaths, standing and stretching with your entire body, feeling the breath flow through your body and setting your intention for the day. Whatever that might be today, I'm going to be patient with others. Today, I'm going to play and have fun. Today, I'm going to be kind to myself. Today, I'm going to be kind to others. And this can be action-oriented as well. I'm going to show up to my morning meeting with lots of passion for my project. I'm going to my class today and show up with full attention and ready to learn. The intention can be anything that you feel connected to for that day. Play with it a little bit. This is the space that we get to explore what feels true for us, what feels authentically just who we are. A lot of times what I hear is just people want answers, right? How do you fix this? What is the answer to this problem? I'll be honest with you. I don't know the answers to any of the questions, even in my own life. But you know what I do is I build trust in myself that I do at some level know the answer and I will find it. I will find it by asking myself questions, by taking action, by trying things that I might have never done before. Clarity comes from taking action, from stepping outside of where we are 
are comfortable and be willing to do something that we have never done before. So as you create your mindful morning routine, I hope you'll consider this. What would it be like if you woke up just five minutes early and connected to gratitude, practiced self-love and self-compassion and set an intention for the day that allows you to stay focused on what you want to achieve that day. And throughout the day, I want you to just check in with yourself to see how does it feel? Is your intention, your focus for the day? Are you connected and conscious of it? Are you showing up truly present and working from your zone of genius, your strengths? I'm excited for you to try this. This is truly a game changer. The second habit that I would invite you to try is to create your mindful pause for the day. Victor Frankel said, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Most of the time, we are just running throughout the day, trying to get everything done. When was the last time that you intentionally created a pause in your day, just so you can spend a few minutes bringing awareness to where we are, bringing acceptance and curiosity to our experience in the moment, bringing awareness to our habitual patterns of thinking and being, the things that we just do without even thinking about, the beliefs that we hold without even being aware of it. Now, I have shared about positive intelligence before, and you can find more information in my episodes in February, where I talk about the saboteur and a sage. The reality is that most of us aren't consciously aware of our habits of thinking and being. Positive intelligence is really the backbone of our mental fitness which is built by understanding our saboteurs, which are ways that we tend to self-sabotage and our sage inner wisdom, which is our wiser self that is already present within our mind. So the goal of creating a mindful pause is to strengthen our mental fitness. And I'm going to share how to do that by doing PQ reps, positive intelligence reps. So just like you do reps for your physical fitness, when you do squats or push-ups, we can do reps to strengthen our mind, our brain, and connect to our wiser self, our sage inner wisdom, as well as weaken our saboteurs, which is the self-sabotage mode that is present in all of us. This work is based off of Shirzad Shamin's work on positive intelligence, and he shares about how we can do 100 PQ reps a day to build our PQ brain muscles. Now, 100 PQ reps sounds like a lot, but when you think about it, one PQ rep is about 10 seconds or so. So you could do 100 PQ reps in about 15 minutes throughout the day. I'm going to share with you how I use this tool to not just build mindfulness in my day, but to really help me connect to my joy and inner peace. It helps me connect to my creativity, building awareness and insights in my own life experience. It helps to let go of my innate nature to worry and to ruminate. And the more I build my mental fitness, my PQ brain muscles, the more I am able to build mindfulness, the more calm, resilience, strength, and trust in myself that I build. Just 
in an everyday routine. So positive intelligence or PQ reps can be done by really shifting our focus to our body. And we can use any of our five senses for 10 seconds. And that counts as one rep. Now I'll typically do PQ reps about three times throughout the day. So as as I've shared about habit building before, the easiest way to build a habit is to connect it to something that already exists in your life. So for instance, I do my PQ reps three times a day. And what it looks like is I'll do my first one mid-morning when I typically have my breakfast. Right before I eat my breakfast, my second set is mid-afternoon before I eat my lunch. And my third set is right before I start cooking dinner. Now, these times may shift as my days shift, but I have found that connecting it to something that I already do on a routine basis allows me to stay consistent with this habit. The other advantage is by doing PQ reps around my meal times, I'm automatically bringing a deeper connection and presence while I'm eating, which is something that I've been working consciously to build as well. So take a look at your life and think about what are things that you already do in your day and how can you create your mindful pause connected to these moments? Now, what does a PQ rep look like? So each PQ rep lasts about three breaths and that is about 10 seconds or so. When you're doing the PQ rep, it's really simple. You're bringing your awareness to your body, bringing your awareness to your breath. You're connecting to your senses. So taking in slow, deep breaths and connecting to your sense of touch. You can rub your fingertips together and just feel what that feels like. What does it feel like when you are touching your fingertip ridges? You might touch your face. And what does that feel like? What are the things that you're noticing that you might never have noticed before? You could touch an object. So you could touch a rock or or a fruit. I encourage you to use objects in nature that are real because it gives us so much more to experience. You might engage with your sense of sound. Listen to what you can hear around you. Sounds that you might not have been aware before. You might explore your sense of sight. What is it that you see right around you? Explore what is immediately next to you first, and then slowly over time, you can explore what is further and further away. You might even explore your PQ reps outside in nature, and then there's so much to see and experience, right? You might take a deep breath and connect to your sense of smell. What are the smells around you? What does that feel like when you inhale that smell of freshly cut grass? or flowers that are growing. And you could explore your sense of taste, taking one simple morsel of food, a piece of fruit, and exploring what are all the tastes that you're experiencing. As you can imagine, these are incredibly grounding actions that truly connect you to your body. It allows you to activate and energize your PQ brain muscles, connecting to your prefrontal cortex and building your mental fitness. And I typically close my mindful pause with some loving kindness for myself, loving kindness for a friend or a family member or a community member, sending thoughts of love, kindness, acceptance, gratitude. These are all ways that we rewire our brain to stop the stress and chaos that it's used to. That was our old habit, but now we're building 
and you have it. Just immersing ourselves in true belief, love, kindness, acceptance, compassion for ourselves, our experience in this world, and for others. And as we rewire our brain, as we create these new habits, what you're going to notice is this is going to impact your everyday, not just the stress level, but your reactions, right? We are creating that habit of a pause. So when things are stressful, as invariably in all of our lives, it happens, our brain reminds us, you know what to do. You know how to create your pause and be present in that pause to decide what you want to do next. Because you do not have to react to everything else that's going on in the world. And lastly, but not least by any means, is creating a habit of a mindful evening ritual. This actually completes our day and it sets us up for success for the next day for our morning mindful ritual by making sure that we are completing our day with presence, with acceptance, and with compassion. So again, lots of different ways to structure your evening. We all have different evening routines. We go to sleep at different times. So you get to keep your evening rituals. But I'd like to offer a five-minute ritual at the end of your evening as you're unwinding and getting ready for bed. I want you to take three deep breaths. And with each inhalation, I want you to remind yourself, I'm breathing in calm, peace, and tranquility. If there's another emotion that you want to feel, you're welcome to add them here. And as you exhale, I want you to let go of whatever might have crept in during the day that you don't want it to be present. So I'm letting go of frustration, anxiety, and worry. I'm letting go of rumination, anger, and sadness. Whatever was present for you during the day that you are ready to let go of, this is a beautiful moment to do so. And then I invite you to journal the answer to some of the questions I'm going to share here. Now, if you want to start your ritual by talking about it instead of journaling, that's totally fine. But I would invite you to try journaling because journaling is actually a way to connect to your subconscious, deeper self. I am frequently surprised by the things that come up when I ask myself questions and then I don't try to plan my answer. I just let my hand write. And if you want to connect even deeper, ask yourself a question and write with your non-dominant hand. Again, a way for you to connect to your subconscious mind. So some simple questions that you could ask yourself. What were my wins for today? What was my favorite part? What am I grateful for today? And letting your thoughts flow through from pen to paper. Next question. What were my challenges for today? What did I struggle with? What did I need help and express yourself, whatever thoughts, feelings, circumstances, whatever happened today, put it down and let it out. Now, as you consider some of the challenges, maybe some of the stress that was present during the day, there might be some painful thoughts or feelings that come up. It is so important for us not just to be present with all the good things in our life, because of course those feel good. So we want to be present with them. It is so powerful to be present for us when there's something painful, challenging, hurting, frustrating. I want you to take a few deep breaths and explore what it would mean to accept that. 
that, focusing your energy and attention, if there's any part of you, any part of your body or your mind that is hurting, taking some deep breaths and letting out that pain and giving yourself some loving kindness, some compassion and acceptance in that moment. If you're not sure what to say or do, then imagine what would you say to a really good friend or your child who just had a tough day and they're feeling down and hurting? What would those words be? And I want you to say those words to yourself. Ask yourselves, what is it that I need right now? And it might be something actually physical, right? It might be, I don't know the answer to my homework for calculus, or, or I don't know the answer to the project that I'm doing at work. I don't know what to do with this situation with my child. So it could be questions that you just don't know the answer. Now, if there are answers that come as you settle into your mind, that's wonderful. But no worries if no answers are coming. This is a great intention to leave in your mind, in your brain, as you get ready for bed, as you get ready for sleep, just leaving a question out there. I wonder what is the answer for this question I have. I wonder what might come up as I rest and fall asleep. And just to acknowledge that when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to be completely aware of any truths, any answers that surface during my sleep. Leaving an intention of mind exploration, of letting our subconscious mind ponder over a question that you might struggle with is incredibly powerful and a great way to access your sage inner wisdom. And lastly, I want you to ask yourself, what is one thing that I want to focus on for tomorrow? What would be my intention for tomorrow? And this allows you a little bit of time to think about it. And it makes your mindful morning ritual where you do set an intention for the day flow from a space of awareness and connection. And as you complete this ritual and finish your journaling, again, connecting to a single thought or feeling that you experienced that day. What is the thought that was so powerful that completely mobilize your energy that really got your mind all revved up and ready to go? Was there something today that felt so true in connection to yourself? And as you wrap up your evening, letting your mind quiet down into stillness, relaxing into sleep, connecting to your deep inner self. I hope that this has been helpful in exploring what does it mean to create your mindful day? What are the habits that can help you? And today I just shared a few. There are so many ways to build mindfulness into our everyday life, right? Mindful walking, mindful eating, mindful laundry, <laughs> mindful cooking, mindful time with your family. When I first realized that mindfulness is not a separate task that I need to add to my life, it could just be how I live my life. So I want you to explore what would it mean for you? What are the things that are important for you? in your life right now? And how can you sprinkle it in through your day, creating that mindful pause, that moment of reflection, doing PQ reps to build your mental fitness, to build your connection and strength and resilience, to reclaiming all of the lost moments where we used to spend time ruminating and worrying about the past and the future. None of those things really are truly happening right now. I hope that you'll use some of these techniques to maximize your time in this moment. And if there's anything that I can do to help you with your time and productivity needs, 
feel free to reach out. I'm happy to support you. And if you want to take it even deeper and really apply this to your life, if you're tired of the excuses of being in the same place every day, having the same problems, not understanding or not knowing how to create that change, then I invite you to set up a time and talk to me. You can connect with me on social media. You can find me on my website, www.serenitywellnessmd.com. And you can schedule a call with me. You can find my scheduling link on the show notes so we can explore what this means to your unique set of needs. We can explore what are the places where you don't have clarity in your life, where you're looking to create changes, but you've been in the same place stuck and overwhelmed. The first session is free where we really just explore what is going on and what are the things that you need to do to create that change, how to overcome the overwhelm. So this is not what we continue to experience on a daily basis. If you're ready to take your life to the next level, then I invite you to explore this because the truth is nothing changes if nothing changes. I hope that you explore some of the questions and moments for reflection that I've shared today. For all those listening, thank you for joining us today. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or two. I would so appreciate that. I would love to hear from you. If you have a story to share about burnout or overwhelm, please reach out to me so we can continue to build this community so no one has to go through burnout and overwhelm alone. You can reach out to me at my website, serenitywellnessmd.com or Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Facebook page or at serenitywellnessmd on Instagram. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice. Tune in for the next episode coming to you every Thursday morning. Goodbye for now.